0: All right, everyone, we got a good one on top five tonight. We're listing our top five favorite album covers of all time. Welcome to Top Five with Joey Casada, starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around,
1: walk? Co starring Ernie Palooza. Yeah.
0: And the doctor,
1: Tommy Snyder. damn Now, here's your host, Joey Casada.
0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada.
1: And I'm Tony Kitiani. Cattiano, on? Cattane, K- contained
0: Oh Jesus, how are we going to get through this episode if you don't even know who that is? What? She's on, do- she's on all five of my out. No, I'm kidding. Who's on your shirt again? Who's that? Oh, you know what I was going to just call. <laughs> you know what I was going to call her. I was going to oh. say, is that Pachanga? Not Pachanga. That's <laughs> that's that's Carlito's way, right? that's very close though. <laughs> Oh my God! What's happening, Ern?
1: Nothing. Nothing of, of interest.
0: We're doing sure. a little afternoon recording session here today. I like this. Ernie is off. I'm uh, happen to be uh not busy myself. Ah, off well, from work today. I am uh, currently off. Uh, <laughs> so we figured we get in a quick episode. I don't know how the hell. We've never done this topic. I I texted you, and asked, had to ask you because I was so sure we did it. I guess we didn't do it. How have we never done top five album
1: covers? I have my reasons. Well, what are they? Well, I I think when you see that when you see the uh, the ones I choose, it, it'll make more sense. Oh no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I want to dive right in. We had last week off. We are back this week. Uh, as always, please send your emails to top 5 at gmail.com. That's top 5 joeycasada at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of this episode at the end. Let us know your top five album covers of all time. I was actually texting people all last night trying to get ideas, trying to get gauging people's um, the top five we love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you think your top fives are. And let us know what you think of our picks. I can't wait to hear Ernie's. I would think maybe we have one duplicate. I don't think we have any. What do you think, Ernie?
1: We might have. It depends on how much you're willing to divulge of your true nature. How brave you are in your choices. I only, just so you know. I only go with my true
0: nature. I'm not trying to please the people. I'm not trying to say what's the best album covers because that's subjective. I'm telling you my favorite album covers
1: that go to your
0: deepest impulses. (laughs) Oh, I know. Now I know where you're going. (laughs) Well, on that note, why don't we start? What do you got at number five, you disgusting animal?
1: Nothing disgusting at all about any of these choices. Number five. The album was named Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. <laughs> it looked like she was, she was laying in heaven, um, just relaxing. I can't picture the album cover, but I can only imagine what it is.
0: Oh, God, I can see we're going downhill quick. Give us a little
1: more detail on this. Well, she's laying uh, on her stomach, but she's... um. So you're getting a certain view of her, and she's laying on top of a cloud. And one, uh, there's a small part of a cloud that seems to be str- happened to be placed str- strategically, which is almost unfortunate. Is your wife home today? We uh, we shouldn't
0: go. That that's, that's not. <laughs> Something tells me she's not in the house right now.
1: And the, definitely the kids. If you if you have never seen this cover, then you really can't respond. Well, the audience <laughs> just saw it because <laughs> I, I just put it, look, it up. What? what? You know what? Let me look it up quick. <laughs> Keep t- <laughs> tell me a little more about this cover. Um, let me think. Uh, there's really not much more than what I said. I mean, I. <laughs> she's in. She's got to be in heaven because why else would you be laying in clouds? Unless it's cotton candy, but I I sincerely doubt that.
0: i see it oh good heavens
1: exactly is this is this her first uh (laughs) is (laughs) is that her first record or no no actually she had an album even before she was called Katy perry when she was kate hudson still isn't that the actress ernie that's why she had to change her name but yes uh oh really can you tell me one? can you tell
0: me one song on teenage dream
1: Yeah, um teenage dream. Good
0: (laughs) heavens. All right, my number five is definitely not the direction you went. And maybe it is for some people. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Let's let's see. (laughs) My number five. Maybe my first maybe my favorite record by this band. Screaming for Vengeance. Judas Priest. No, I doubt it. We're going in the same direction. Kind of the same, <laughs> kind of the same, Ernie. Could, no. could, you don't think my album cover does the same thing that your album cover does to
1: people? That album is for the birds, that cover.
0: <laughs> yeah. Listen, I always, I remember always debating with my friends because I was, like I said, I, I was never a big Iron Maiden fan, but I understood the coolness of their covers. I understood, stood, you know, the Eddie references and stuff, but I always was a bigger fan of the Priest covers. Especially screaming and Defenders of the Faith. Those were my like two big priest records, just because I was younger than, you know, my brother's age and you know your age and stuff. Who was probably deeper into like stained glass and British steel and stuff. I was into more into uh, screaming for vengeance and Defenders of the Faith. So screaming for vengeance, just that yellow outline with this. I guess they're always like robotic. What, how, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess they're robotic imagery, right? Robot, like it's giant robotic bird eagle coming
1: down it's just killer that bird is the hellion oh the hellion yeah what am I talking about amazing and believe no it cl- not, my introduction to Judas Priest actually is defenders of the faith but I immediately I was so into defenders of the faith I'm not so much into it now but as a 14 15 year old it was yeah. wonderful but I I started looking backwards and I do appreciate the backwards stuff now more than the defenders of the faith period but there was a time that Defenders of the faith was was top of the line for me at one time in my life oh me
0: too i mean listen even point of entry i loved i though lo- i love those were three albums back to back to back right point screaming defenders yeah that's kind of where i became a priest fan so that's the stuff i always go back to but i you know i get the earlier stuff it's it's great
1: yeah I mean, but there's no entry's british steel which is <laughs> there's no
0: cloud on the cover of a. Uh, Screaming for vengeance covering any uh anything, Ernie.
1: Not necessary, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I can't wait to see where number four is. Come on, what do you got? Number four is is very similar, but once again, the Katy Perry thing, it it looked uh, what word do I want to use? It was obvious what they were doing with that cloud. And with almost like ugh, on purpose. This next um, one almost on purpose. It was on purpose. Yeah. This next one, it um is the same idea, but it really looks like just by accident, which makes it even more interesting. The name of the album is Ain't It Beautiful. And the group is <laughs> ZO2. Oh
0: uh, you don't want to hear something funny. I almost picked one of them too. And I think that's the best one. I, I love that album cover. Obviously, anyone who doesn't know my band zo 2 That's a fun album cover. The only thing that I think we missed the mark with, with that album cover. So obviously we had that, we had our first record Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then the second one came out and we wanted to stick with that, that, you know, classic pinup theme that just became our imagery for our band. And the first album did so well, we wanted to stick with it. I think the only place we went wrong and we didn't realize it at the time the color scheme is very similar to the first album cover, even though the, the image is different. I wish we would have went with a little bit of a different color scheme, uh, just because the first two album
1: covers are it, just to the naked eye are very similar. I'm yeah, not a big fan of the first title. I, I like the, your, your choice of words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what do you think of those album covers today, Ernie? Are they too racy for today's world?
1: No, no, I I think not. It ultimately doesn't show anything. But the second album, it's almost like coincidence that it doesn't show anything. It's like (laughs) it's very intelligently done. Oh, yeah. So, again, the
0: artist that did those album covers, uh, I think his name was uh, Gil Elvgren. Um, He was a famous artist. He actually passed away uh a while i think he passed away in the 80s but we we've been using his artwork we licensed it for the album covers for our merchandise we just fell in love with his stuff uh if people don't know there might be a new zero two release coming soon we're actually debating right now we're trying to figure out if we should stick with the you know the theme that we've gone through all these years or maybe start something fresh that's a good poll for today's uh show ernie write us in send us a, a message on top five what do you think should we stick with the classic pinup theme of zo 2 or to release something or do we do something different whether it's a live shot a band shot or just something completely different let us know send it to top five with joey casada at gmail.com
1: what do you think or what would, what would your take be i think we should definitely stay we you should definitely stick with it <laughs> that <was just> <laughs> that you should give that girl a name kind of like uh Eddie from Iron Maiden albums we she has a name it's she's oh, Suzy Suzy Oh that's great yeah good yeah i'm not sure if it,
0: i don't know if yeah i think we we officially named her but i don't know if it's ever been written anywhere but yeah her name is Suzy So this is zo 2 canon It is this is this is you're right Speaking of old bands Ernie uh playground is getting back into the studio on when when are we going again? may 6th so two weeks from now playground i gotta start looking at these songs i know devito's been rehearsing them for two months i guess i should start looking at them
1: right ernie what is the uh over under that it actually happens i think it's definitely going to happen whether we all show up
0: is another story whether whether it's good is another story so i think there's three levels is it going to happen i say yes is everyone going to show up? I say 85%. Is it going to be good? 50-50. What that's do you got? That's the point spread there? That's the point spread. <laughs> the big... Anyone who's taking bets, that's the big. Dean, Dean would, would, wouldn't mind taking some of this action, I
1: bet. Dean has made me uh, has a, a shirt that he also made for himself. Um, Dylan Panthers jersey.
0: <laughs> no, did he really? Yes. I... <laughs> He's, I can't believe how fast he got through that series,
1: Ernie. Yeah, he's, 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 he's an interesting character, that's for sure. Incredible. Yeah. All
0: right, going back to me. Number four for me. So this one, again, some of mine might be boring, but this one I just had to pick. Um, my favorite Beatles cover, Abbey Road. And I know it's plain. I know, but it's so iconic. Whether it's iconic because it's the Beatles or it's just the imagery of that crossing and them walking the way they're walking you could I stare I could stare at that album cover for hours and hours and hours and obviously all the rumors behind the album cover what what was the rumors? Paul's dead, uh he's a corpse, John is the priest, and George is the gravedigger, and uh Ringo's what the pallbearer? Yeah, they they are dressed like that. But again, I, between you and I, I think it's all just people reading into this stuff. You know, what was the what what did the license plate say? Something with Paul's age and IF
1: right or something like that. Twenty eight, if so right. I think. twenty eight, if he had lived, basically he would. Turn What's 21. some of the other stuff on there? Any other? Oh, there's, oh, there's so much. There's um, I had somebody a Beatles fanatic when I was a kid. Bring this album over before I even had it, right it showed all the things everything to to the back of the album, the cracks in the bricks where even where the cracks are located yes. um it's I don't know if it's true or not, but I love it anyway. I find it very enter- interesting and entertaining so it's what I, you,
0: know, you know what I actually got to read if we if we go actually go back to that Beatles doc that was on I think it was on Amazon prime, right? because again, from what I read about the album a couple of years ago. I think they're j- literally just recording in the Abbey Road studio, which wasn't Abbey Road at that time, right? Wasn't Abbey Road Studios yet? It was what was it? Just I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, e- EMI, I think whatever EMI Studios, I think it was. Anyway, uh, they were just recording, and they went out front to record to do the album cover. And I think Paul had sandals on, and he didn't want to use sandals, so he flipped the sandals off, and he's walking barefoot. And I think that was just what they were wearing that day in rehearsal. And I'm curious if we look back at that Beatles doc, I wonder if there's footage of them on the same day, because I think they were working on maybe She's So Heavy or something. I forget what the story was the same day that they uh, took the album cover photos. But I think the the imagery was literally just them, the studios here, them walking away from
1: the studio because they, I think they knew they were done. I like that too. You know, uh, She's So Heavy was... Uh... Was stolen from Motley Crew. <laughs> uh, was a slice of my pie. Slice I, of your yeah.
0: Pie. I did. I did read somewhere that the Beatles uh, lifted that from uh, an old Motley Crew recording.
1: You're right. <laughs> Come on. What do you got? Number three. <sighs> oh, you're gonna have to look this one up. I know you don't know this album. It's oh. uh, a Roger Waters. Uh, Roger Waters. Excuse me. Solo album called "The Pros and Cons of." hitchhiking hold on and there's a picture of a hitchhiker on the cover <laughs> um, i see it <laughs> oh my god she has you know she's hitchhiking she's got the bag and everything but she's um she's basically hitchhiking but i always like this cover like always again for people who don't know obviously
0: i just put it up on the screen obviously she's naked with just a backpack on and there's a black a little black uh Box over any uh inappropriate areas for an album cover.
1: Not I don't remember any
0: black box when it when it came <laughs> out. What is there really no black box? That's what I'm looking at. No, the
1: the black box must have been added later.
0: Really? Oh, okay. All the black oh yeah, all the stuff that I see. Oh, I see the regular one now.
1: Oh now the, oh, that's... the girl is the girl's very pretty. Very nice personality too. Ah God, your poor wife. These
0: are good ones. These are listen, I'm glad you went this way because obviously completely different choices than mine. I like you know, people to uh represent all ends of the spectrum here, Ernie. Oh and, and- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Like that. <laughs> I'm on fire today, baby. Yeah, I mean, listen. Obviously, what year was that album, Ernie? You know, eighty-four or eighty-five. It was right after he left Pink Floyd. So obviously, again, you're talking all of the, not the Katy Perry one so much, but the this one, eighty-four. What are you, fourteen years old? You yeah. see an album cover like this? You're going into the record store just to go look at this
1: album cover. Yeah, um you know, looking through all the new records, and this one caught my eye. <laughs> I'm surprised. I don't know why. Weird coincidence
0: i suppose and then listen that's why they did it they were smart a lot of the the rock album covers too some of the i I don't want to give stuff away but um we'll talk about it at the end but yeah listen obviously this is the stuff that that sold i mean zo 2 did we didn't necessarily do it to to, for that reasons but listen it's i anything that's eye-catching to me is a great album cover because you know more so back then because in a record store people have to remember that, that don't understand in a record store, you had all the old records that you'd have to sort through that didn't matter. But all the, the, the new releases were on this big, big wall. Usually it's, I'm, and I'm talking about strictly like Sam Goody in, in the mall that we used to go to already. or the whiz, wherever, wherever we went, all the records were on this big wall, all the new releases. So, you know, you would just kind of walk back and forth sometimes not knowing what to buy. And you would literally just look at album covers and go, wow,
1: that looks like a good cover. Let me buy that. That is how uh, younger people actually back then shopped, believe it or not. Yeah. We wouldn't know like
0: what was, you know, what the band sounded. We couldn't hear a sample of it and none of that. You'd say, oh, I'll, I'll try this record. I mean, that's what I used to do, especially with like hair metal bands and stuff when I was really into hair metal. I didn't know a lot of bands. I remember when the first Cinderella album came out, my brother got it for me based just, he figured, oh, I'd probably like this because of the cover. Because I was into a lot of that stuff. And and sure enough, I loved it. But you didn't know
1: what bands sounded like until you bought the album. Eddie Trunk always tells the story about winning um, an album on the boardwalk in Seaside Heights as a, as a little kid. And he would look at the album covers and he saw Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. And he was just a little kid. And that really sent him on his way for his lifelong Crazy. thing. But that's where it began with that just coincidence. Did he ever say what were the other album choices
0: up there that he could have picked from? No. I was... I'm so. What year was Heaven and Hell, Ernie? 80? Yeah. That'd be a great question to ask him, though. Right. A That's chance. a great... Because wh- what else What else? Is, could have been funny that set him on a completely different path if he picked <laughs> in, in 1980? <laughs> That's great. I'll, you know what? I'm going to text him. I'll text him right when we get done. All right. My number three. My number three is semi-controversial as well, d- for different reasons. So I kind of have a three A and a three B. I'm d- doing one of the uh, the old Ernie tricks where I get an extra pick in in, uh, in my uh, number three slot here. So my original number three, technically, it's not the greatest cover in the world, but I loved it as a kid because it was immediately banned and taken off the shelf. And I don't think it was banned necessarily, that the more so that the band pulled it for certain reasons, and that's this band right here, one of my favorite bands of all time, Striper. So they had an album called "To Hell with the Devil," and their fir- that the first uh, incarnation of that cover was a uh, was a cartoon an illustration of the band as you know these muscular angels pulling the devil, basically throwing him down into hell. And there was a pentagram; they were ripping the pentagram off of him, I think, and. There was fire, you know. It was it was a great cover. It was so cool because again, I'm a comic book fan back then. It was such a great cover, but the story behind it was that Striper a lot they were in a lot of Christian stores selling their records because they were a Christian metal band, and a lot of their fan base and stores that sold their albums wouldn't sell the album because of the imagery on the cover with Satan and the pentagram and all this stuff, even though it was. To hell with the devil, you know, a positive message, they still wouldn't sell it. So they kind of immediately scrapped that cover after it was released and then just released that black cover with, you know, the words on it. But
1: that was my first choice. You know this cover, Erin? I don't remember the the band cover. I thought you were going to mention Two Life Crew when you said a, a band cover or something that. <laughs>
0: But to to go into my B slot of this, so the, the more recent Striper album cover that I I think is really one of my favorite. It is one of my favorite album covers of all time because it's really going to sit at my number three. To hell with the devil! Devil is kind of an honorary mention at number three, but my real number three is going to be uh, an album that came out not that long ago by Striper. Even the devil believes, and it, the cover is so great. It's it's it. They've had the same artists do their last four or five album covers and they're incredible and it's it's a picture of god on a big throne and he's just you know majestic he's a he's a giant figure in this you know um luminescent light and in front of him the devil is kind of kneeling you know with the horns and the wings and like this ain't fallen angel kneeling in front of him hence the title even the devil believes it's just a great great cover
1: I know a great quote from Striper um, is about my favorite group of all time, Black Sabbath, when um, the guy from Striper says, Black Sabbath song after forever is more pro-Christian than any song we've ever written. Right. (laughs) And Sabbath gets all this negative uh, uh, publicity, and they really shouldn't when you think about it, when they wrote a song like that. But Ernie, tell
0: me if I'm wrong, is a lot of the Sabbath stuff not pro-darkness, pro-Satan. It's a lot
1: of the other way, right? No, it's it's um, it's anti- Right. But it's mentioning the guy. Right, it's,
0: it's mentioning first, him a lot. Yeah. And obviously, the tone of that, that old Sabbath stuff is very dark, very dreary. So people think, you know, that first, the song Black Sabbath, is that the very first song on the first record? Yeah. I mean, the opening, it's, a, it's like a horror movie. The cover of that album and the, and the opening of that album is like a horror movie. So people immediately associate it with evil, where it's actually the opposite. Black Sabbath was a
1: horror movie, but that's, uh, believe it or not. Oh, it, before that, before the band? Yeah, that's where they got the name from. Really? Mario Bubba.
0: I mean, the reason why I always associated with Black Sabbath with evil was because of, of the Doctor. Because he loves Sabbath, and well, obviously we know the Doctor's evil.
1: That's how most of the world, because of this podcast, thinks of Sabbath. But <laughs> exactly. Black Sabbath was around, actually, before this podcast was even kicked out. True Nobody's story. ever heard of them before us. Come on, Ern, What do you got? Number two. Uh, number two. This is an album that you're not going to have to look up because I know you know it. I think we've even mentioned this cover before. Um, invasion of Your Privacy. Oh, yes. <laughs> by the incredible underrated group rat
0: i'm gonna tell you i agree with everything you just said i think they are incredibly underrated i don't think rat gets the just do they deserve with the poisons and the the cinderellas and you know all these bands from that era they're before that even you know van halen and choir riot and you know all these twisted sister rat feels like they're forgotten they're incredible yeah the you hear a rat song it, it it can be nobody else agreed with the vocals and the guitar sound i couldn't agree and they're they're right
1: at the forefront what's what what year is that first rat out Ernie? 82 well if you're talking about out of the cellar it's 84 but there was an ep before that right um which nobody knows too much about um,
0: but, so the two album covers before Invasion, so the one, the EP one, you know the story behind the EP cover, right? I barely can vision what the
1: EP so cover looked like.
0: Of- isn't the EP cover just the legs with the rats crawling up the legs? Yeah, that's right. I remember now. So you know the story? No. So the story goes, and I I, I might be a little off, but I'll, I'll paraphrase it. It's, it's a pair of legs and all these rats are crawling up the legs. And... You know, for the album cover, they went to the pet store and got some rats and, you know, kind of released them and tried to get them to crawl up this girl's leg. And I guess after they did the shoot and stuff, they're looking at the proofs and all the rats they bought from the pet store were white. And there's one gray rat on the cover that they don't know where it came from. They think (laughs) it was just in the place where they were taking the photo shoot. And join
1: the other rats. That's crazy. Is that crazy? <laughs> do you know um there was a music video from the first EP, um a song you think you're tough, and Ozzy makes an appearance in the video. Does he? Yep. I know the song. I don't remember the video. I can't even think. I can't place it at all. How did they get Ozzy to do it from the EP? I think Sharon Osbourne was their uh their manager at the time. Oh okay. I gotta I gotta look it up to be sure though.
0: To go through the album covers, obviously, then uh, Out of the Cellar, I think for for a lot of reasons, is probably the more famous album cover than the one you picked, because that's Tony Contain's first album cover, right?
1: Yeah. I think Tony Contain is on both albums.
0: I don't think, no, I don't think Invasion is Tony Contain. I mean, Invasion is someone different. It's a blonde girl. It's not Tony Contain. No. But I do agree.
1: I think I think Invasion is the better cover. It's a... It's a very pretty cover. Yes. <laughs> the bedroom is is all very, the window, everything's so nice. Right? Oh, I, re- I remember staring at that cover for many, many, many hours as a kid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great of course, it pick. Was age that came out. Yeah, <laughs> Invasion all... is what, 85? Either 85 or 86.
0: Right. So I'm, you know, 11 ish. So yeah, that was a good, good, good album cover.
1: I knew exactly what they were singing about when it said, You're in love. Speaking of love, my number two.
0: So I had to go here. Normally, on these shows, I preface every show with "Listen, every one of my top five picks can be kiss-related with almost every topic, even movies, because Phantom Kiss Meets the Phantom is going to be up there." But I purposely leave kiss stuff off because it's a given that Kiss is going to always be my top five in most categories. This category. I couldn't leave them off. Kiss, to me, just because of their imagery, has some of the most iconic album covers of all time. And one of my favorites, and this always goes back and forth with the Kiss fandom, I always thought this album was way better than Destroyer. I know Destroyer is probably the fan-favorite album cover by Kiss. I always liked Love Gun a little bit more. The Love Gun album cover, one, because... The, I love the kiss outfits during the Love Gun era. The girls all around, uh, kind of watch, looking up with them, with the kiss, with the kind of black, white face kiss makeup on, and then the poses they do in Love Gun are, are just so much better. The, I think the Destroyer album cover, they have a Ace has like this goofy pose like this. It's a little bit goofy. I don't love the pose on Destroyer. The Love Gun album cover to me is more superhero, superhero
1: like. But as far as the uh, the music inside, did you always like Love Gun better than Destroyer, even as a little kid? Yes, Love Gun is probably again Love Gun and and again I I flip flop a lot with my
0: favorite albums, but Love Gun if Gun to My Head is probably my favorite Kiss record, even non live record, even as a nine ten year old as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Again, you got to figure nine ten year old is still the eighties for me, so these weren't introduced to me as they're coming out. You know what I mean? I didn't get Destroyer as it came out. I didn't get Love Gun as it came out. You know, 1977, I'm only three years old when Love Love Gun comes out. So I don't know Love Gun yet. When I first got introduced to Kiss, it was from Double Platinum. And then I went back and got those records. And the covers had a lot to do with why I loved the record back then. But Love Gun, to me, is just a stronger record. I know a lot of the hits are on Destroyer, but I always loved... Alive 2 is actually my favorite record of all time, but if we're counting non-live records, Love Gun just to me has it's it's a more solid record all the way through. Um and Destroyer, you know, obviously nowadays it's overplayed a little bit, but I'll take Love Gun over Destroyer. You like Destroyer better?
1: Yes. Yes, but i but it's it as I get older, it does get closer. However, Destroyer is the album for non-KISS fans.
0: Yes, of course. I mean, Detroit Rock City, Beth, shouted Out Loud, King of the Nighttime World, Do You Love Me. It's und- God of Thunder. It's undeniably an incredible KISS album. I just think over the years, if I could take myself out of everything, it's a burnout factor, I think. A lot of that stuff is so overplayed now. And there are a couple weaker tracks where, to me, Love Gun, even though it has... The last track, then she kissed me. Love Gun has less weak tracks. Destroyer has great expectations, sweet pain, stuff like that. That to me is a little weak. Love Gun, besides then she kissed me, every every song is strong.
1: I don't know. You you you're going one song to two, and you're making that's that's real close to me. It's and I'm I, they're very close, but I,
0: I'll take if I, I'll put Love Gun on way more than I put Destroyer on.
1: Okay. Oh, there we go. It's I always look at it as as like Black Sabbath paranoid. It's uh, it's just it's a Sabbath album for people that don't even like Sabbath. It's for everybody. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, agreed. If you're not a Kiss fan, I'm probably
0: Destroy. gonna show you Destroyer first. Yep. Yep. All right, we're flying, baby. We're up to your number one, Ernie. Let me recap your disgusting list. <laughs> oh, uh, nobody thinks disgusting. Number, nope. You're right. Number, number five, Katy Perry's Teenage Dream. Number four, ZO2, Ain't It Beautiful. Number three, Rogers, Roger Waters, uh, Pros and Cons of what again? Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. Number two, the rat classic, Invasion of Your Privacy. And your number one
1: album cover of all time is... Black Sabbath, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. So how'd you change your theme here? This is a this is an album. It, something incredible, incredibly terrible is going on in this album. Uh, I think it's a a demonic rape or something going on, where the the guy is is not only trapped on the bed, but there's a snake, a live snake, holding him down around his neck and everything. Oh Jesus! And, no. and the demons oh. are all surrounding him, female demons. And something terrible is going on, really.
0: Just- this is actually a pretty cool cover. I never actually looked at it enough to kind of... Just because it's weird how they put the the imagery all in that red tone. So it's hard to, like,
1: decipher all the different stuff that's going on. But that is pretty wild. Um, can you also get the, the back cover as well? Because it's, it's like an... The back cover is like an after effect of, like, what has happened afterwards. I'm looking. It's almost a story as well between the front and the back.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite cover of all time. Um, Is it a coincidence that it happens to be my favorite group of all time? Highly doubtful. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm biased. But this cover of this album, as you just pointed out, there's a lot going on. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's it, a- it's a horror movie cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what year is that album? Martin? 73.
0: So even that, I wonder, like, I wonder what was the reaction when that album cover came, comes out? I wonder if it was anything ever released like that up until this point? That's a question I would love to find out. I don't know the answer. Because that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty graphic for back then, especially with all the Satan imagery, and I think there's a 666 on the cover, and pretty wild. I mean, nowadays, it's nothing with all the death metal bands and horror movies and stuff. It would be nothing we left at, but Back then I would have to, I would think it's pretty. I mean, as a kid, what year was Rosemary's baby? 69, 70? 68. This was like a big horror movie. You see nothing in this movie. There's That's- nothing. You've never you never see a scary image in this whole movie. But something like this to come out 73. What what year is the Exorcist?
1: 73. Yeah, so there you go. Also with this cover, you mentioned like it wouldn't be a big deal now, but everything that came afterwards demonic was always on a grand scale this is a very private personal moment yep. going on yes. just, you could relate to it more somehow it's it's something terrible yep that's, i love it I love that's it. almost the
0: imagery that i would i would say happened in my house when you were vomiting. it's <laughs> kind of what i saw i saw demons surrounding you i saw you being pulled down it was it was
1: pretty creepy i was always thinking um something similar was going on but you didn't wake up fast enough when um Tommy was choking you. Oh yes. <laughs> you just didn't wake up fast enough to to notice the other things going on. That's what this for, any,
0: for anyone who doesn't remember the story, we told it once on another episode. Uh, me and the doctor hanging out at our friend Babbel's house slept over. We Babbles only had air conditioning in one room, his bedroom. So we slept in the bedroom together in the in the bed. And he babbles is an energy conserving, you know, price freak. So he would always put his AC on a timer. So in the middle of the night, it like either shuts off or if it goes really low. And it was like a hundred degree day. So in the middle of the night, it's like 90 degrees in the bedroom. We don't realize we're slowly getting cooked. And I wake up and Tommy is on top of me with his hand around my throat. And his his other hand has my hair pinned. To the, to the to the bed and I would go I'm like what are you doing and he's got this evil
1: look in his eyes you're right Ernie. he could he could have been going through this scene in his head maybe it wasn't his hand it was a, a snake <laughs> around your neck
0: listen i if there was if there was footage of the bedroom that night something tells me all those demons were surrounding me <laughs> yeah. I don't know how the hell I got out of that alive all right, back to my number one. Here we go. So let me recap what I got. Number five, Screaming for Vengeance, Judas Priest. Number four, Is Paul Dead? No way. Abbey Road. Number three, A and B, To Hell with the Devil, Striper, the original version. But the real number three is the new, one of the new Striper albums, Even the Devil Believes. Number two, the Kiss classic, Love Gun. And my number one, for many, many, many reasons, and i know it's probably cheating i'm going with another kiss record creatures of the night <laughs> um so again this album had such an impact on me anyone who's ever read my book i literally i think i do a chapter on this album cover because this was the first time we see eric carr with kiss makeup on not only is the album cover great to me because it has like this blue tone to it, like this blue-purple tone. Their eyes are glowing. Obviously, the iconic Kiss makeup, but the thing that really got me loving this album cover is it's the first and only time, really, Eric appears on an album cover in the U.S. And before this... Oh, it's up all until, blue, isn't it? It's all blue, yeah. All right, I know. I, I can vision it. And up to this point, the elder had come out already and i knew there was a new drummer and peter chris was always my idol and i knew there was a new drummer and i knew eric carr was the drummer because i read the liner notes on the elder but i didn't know anything about him i didn't know if he was wearing peter chris's makeup if he had makeup if he had a different makeup we had i had no idea there was no internet you know the kiss was dead at this time they weren't really in a lot of magazines so i had never seen what he looked like and one day, again, back to Sam Goody in King's Plaza Mall in Brooklyn in Marine Park. <clears throat> I'm looking. You know, we, I, we used to just go to the mall every week with my mom, shopping and stuff. And I'm looking through the old Kiss albums. And, it, you know, I ha- pretty much have everything at this point. So I don't really get anything. And then all of a sudden, I think my brother pointed it out to me. And he's like, is that the new Kiss record? I'm like, what? Do you, what? what new? K-? I didn't even know a new Kiss record was due. We didn't know back then. We, that you'd go to the store and you'd find one. That's how you knew an album was coming out and from across the store i can see this imagery this blue cover with these four kiss faces on it and one of them i don't recognize so i run over like a maniac again i'm eight years old at this point and i'm losing my mind holding this record and my mom is not in the store with us because she goes off doing what she's got to do she goes all right go off shopping you know go go look around in the record store you know, we used to go to the record store and maybe Plum Tree. Remember Plum Tree, Aaron? Sure. All the T-shirts. All the T-shirts, like metal, like patches I used to get for my jacket and stuff like that. And I did, we didn't have money on us. So I'm, eight, I'm eight years old. My brother's 12, 13 years old. We didn't have money. So I take this album cover. Now, Kiss is dead at this point. Nobody cares about Kiss. I take this album cover up to the front. And I said, listen, you have to hold this to me. I will be right back. And he's like, why? He's I'm like, I have no money. I gotta go get my mom to get me money. And it was like, what was it? Albums probably ten bucks at that point. He's like, Okay, but uh there's a whole stack of them over there. No one's buying the new Kiss record kid. No, I like, want this one. <laughs> I want this one. You hold this one. They are they're gonna and I cause in my mind they're gonna sell out. I'm gonna come back, they're gonna be gone. So I run around the mall. No cell phones. I'm literally me and my brother are running around the mall trying to find my mom in all the different shops. I think I find her in like Joyce Leslie or something like that. I pull her out, beg her for ten dollars. Of course, we're poor. We don't have ten dollars, but somehow she got ten dollars from me. Scraped it up. Probably took it out of her pocket to buy what she, what she was going to get for herself. Gave it to me. Got the Creatures of the Night record. Stared at that thing for ever. I'm still staring at it. It's still. In my in my studio right now, I have a giant – I'll show you if I can – a giant rug of the Creatures of the Night album cover. Yes. See it? Yes, I do. So it's a little altered because I've been evincing on it. But um, still my favorite cover to this day. Creatures of
1: the Night. Say again, Ern? I said uh, Creatures of the Night. <laughs> Creatures of the Night. Yeah, you know, from Rocky Horror Picture Show. No,
0: <laughs> different creatures of the night. This and not only is it obviously a great album cover, but what a incredible Kiss record. Anyone who's out there that
1: doesn't know this record, go listen to it pre immediately. I'm surprised your brother didn't um uh, run back to Sam Goody and take all the albums <laughs> and put it in <laughs> different sections when he back.
0: Oh, I would have killed them. I would have lost my mind. If I went back there and they were sold out, you would have seen a kid throw a tantrum like you've never seen before. All right, Aaron, what we are up to, what do we got, some honorable mentions? What do you got?
1: Uh, similar to the Sabbath album, it it actually tells a story. We look at the front and the back. Um, the first Corn album, um, where the, what... it's just a, a little girl on a swing set, oh, but it's obvious uh, it she's alone. And it's just a big shadow of on top yeah. And she's looking up and she can't even really like the sun, she can't even see what she's looking at. Yeah. But you know something real bad is gonna happen. And then the back of the album is just a picture. There's nobody there, just a swing set. What's the name of that album? Corn. It's the debut album.
0: Yeah, that's pretty creepy.
1: Yeah. It's uh I love that they don't show what the hell that thing is. Right, it's of course it's it's shadow.
0: yeah, it's scarier that way, of course.
1: Absolutely more terrifying that way. It's, what else? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I like a uh, two life crew as nasty as they want to be.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God almighty. I can't believe I have to look up all your album covers.
1: And now my Google search history is going <laughs> to...
0: <laughs>
1: now your wife is going to have questions.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, what were you looking at? No, I, I'm about... Trust me, I'm going up straight to tell her what the... Uh... <laughs> What your album covers were. Oh, god, God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it?
1: Yes. Is that a good yeah. album? You like the album too or no? Oh, sure. That was, um, matter of fact, this is a crazy coincidence because the cover is so cool. Um, when we all went to Seaside Heights for the first time, first time I went away without my parents, I only brought two albums with me and that was one of them. That and Black Sabbath's Paranoid is all we listen to all weekend long. Well, of course. What else could you need?
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. One more. We so, so, so Horny was a big hit off the album, by the way.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I can imagine. You got one more or no? Uh, let me see. Nope. All right, I got a couple. Again, these are not my favorites, but I actually wish some of these bands had better album covers. I always liked Van Halen 1. Just because I remember I, I love the logo more than the actual imagery of the four band members because I don't love that Eddie doesn't have the classic guitar. you kind of can't see Alex. he's you know they have like those swirls on them with the colors, but the I just remember always loving the Van Halen logo, and that's kind of what I remember most. I mean I know the second album has the, the bigger logo, but the Van Halen the first album logo is just so iconic. I always loved that album cover. I know people, a lot of people like 1984. I get it with the the little devil, the little kid angel with, with cigarettes. I was just always so against smoking because my mom was sick from smoking and stuff. I never liked the cover because of that reason, but I get why it's a cool cover. What about any Van... I, I mean, 5150 is okay too. I wish Van Halen had cooler covers earned. No? Van Halen
1: 1984 was a, was a ripoff. Of the Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell, I thought. Yes, I know that. You're right. And that did bother me. But just as a a band
0: like Van Halen, you know, with the the Hot for Teacher video and all these fun videos that they did, you would think they'd have some fun covers. Why don't they have a fun
1: cover? I don't know. They probably have no control over that, probably. I would think. What type of deal they signed
0: to get started. I mean even listen I get Diver Down is cool because it has like the the you know the image the the red and white but it's so bland that that by the time Diver Down comes out they're the biggest band in the world they could put whatever the hell they want on the cover
1: That album was not their choice at all
0: they That's
1: had no that not even to make that album Diver Down Yeah they um they wanted just time to make their next album which was um 1984 so right. they said, you know, some we're gonna release a single just to, to keep the record company happy. Right. And they released Pretty Woman as a single, and then it said, we need an album now. Right. And that's And that cover is the symbol for for a diver down, by the way. Right. Is that a-
0: What? That's probably my favorite. I know you don't care about this. Probably my favorite snare drum sound of all time on Diver Down. Killer.
1: It's, it's such a. It's it's very tight. Um, <laughs> stop it. They all really flock right.
0: it, that one. <laughs> my two other ones, again, back to logos. Twisted Sisters can't stop rock and roll. I always loved the Twisted Sister logo. I was a ridiculous Twisted Sister mark back then. Love the band. Still do. Uh, but that I never loved the the Stay Hungry album cover. Just cause I always thought, why the hell is it just D with this bone? It should be all of them. Cause I love the way they looked. I loved all the colors in uh, you know the videos. We're not going to take a video and stuff. With all all of them had their their color schemes and their outfits and the makeup. I loved the way they looked, but I never I hated that they only used D on the front cover. That's why I always loved Can't Stop Rock and Roll with just the logo, the classic logo, much better. And my last one, not that it's one of my favorite, but I I like the imagery of the me- the Metal Health co- album cover. I like Quiet Riots. I like the mask. It was cool to. I, I liked bands back then that you knew. That was Quiet Riot, the Mask, Maiden had Eddie, Priest had these weird robotic things. I, I kind of obviously Kiss had the makeup. I, I liked bands you that you knew. When you saw an album cover, you didn't even need to see the logo. You knew it was them, and that's kind of why I liked the Z O Two, uh, pinup girl. You see his album cover with the pinup girl. I I hope you would associate it with Zio,
1: too. You know what I mean? I call her Zuzi now, but yes.
0: (laughs) Zoo, Zio, Zuzi. No, Zuzi, Suzy. Oh. (laughs) Zuzi. (laughs) Oh, good heavens.
1: Just because we're talking about the Stay Hungry cover, if you get, like, a real close-up of D. Snyder's face and then get a real close-up of... uh, the Twilight Zone of William Shatner when that goes right oh. to the <laughs> <laughs> scan much- Shatner more. You're gonna see not much of a difference, believe it or not, between those two faces. That's amazing.
0: I gotta I'm gonna I'll do a, a split screen right now. <laughs> this was a good one, Ern. I don't know how the hell we missed it. I know we didn't have any other guests today. Back to the classics, just me and you. We're filming this in the afternoon, which is absolutely marvelous. Uh, we got through this super quick. Love the quick episodes. Tell us what you think of our, our picks. Tell us what you think of Ernie's picks. Whose picks are better, Ernie's or mine? Send your emails to top 5 at gmail.com. You can get all our merch on amazon.com. We got the Ernie shirt. We got the doctor shirt. We got the top five logo shirt. We got the Joey shirt. We got z shirts up there. Wrestling with Joey Licious shirts up there. You can get my books. All the stuff, just type in Joey Casada on Amazon. All that stuff will pop up. What do you got, Ern? Any last words?
1: Tell us whose album picks are more moving.
0: You're disgusting.
1: <laughs> Good night, everybody.